What is going on? Welcome to Nickel City Chronicles. Today, I got a guest from Florida who is a Buffalo native, Buffalo legend, actually, a little bit, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> You're pretty well known in the 716, I'd say. Uh, I think so. Danza, what is going on, buddy? Uh, you know, life is pretty good. Nice. I knew that I was going to get on here on this podcast with you. I wanted to uh, jump on, so I had to go get a haircut. Nice. This shit looks fresh, bro. Yeah. So, this haircut is just for you, just for the show. <laughs> just for me. I'm <laughs> flattered over here. Yeah. Yeah. All right, listen. So let's get a rundown about some shit. You know, your a little background story about you. Some people might not know who you are. You know, most people do, but most people still probably want to hear some shit. You know what I mean? So give a little rundown, give a little background story. I got to figure like how much I can say before they come and get me because I'm a tough guy. <laughs> um, I was born and raised in Buffalo, um, in the east side of Buffalo, Broadway and Coit Street. Uh, pretty much shaped me to be who I was. I was, I started off as uh, Martin Luther King type of guy. So I was, I was, I'll be, I'm candid and I'm honest about everything. I was almost like racist towards white people as a little kid. I'm Puerto Rican and Dominican. And so like everything I heard every day, I was sitting on a porch or at my boy's house. Like, oh man, don't trust the white devils. You know what I mean? Cause it was like one white person that was in the neighborhood, one white person at school. Oh, Seventh yeah. grade, I met, a, I met a white kid. He was pretty cool. He brought like snakes and cats into school. And I was like, this guy's fucking awesome. You know what I mean? <laughs> Uh, but I, I was a little, you know, fighting kid, always talking shit. Um, I was a bad kid, but a good kid at the same time. Yeah. Um, you know, family of five, uh, all about family. You know, my mom raised me. Went through a lot of shit. I moved from city to city to city to city to try to figure it out. Dropped out of school a little young, got my GED. And uh, I was all, all about business and hustling. Um, at 25 years old, I caught a case that, that really rerouted my life forever. You know, I was always into music, um, yeah, yeah, hustling, yeah. women, yeah. clubbing, all sorts of crazy. Whatever was like wild, I was there. Yeah. I was doing something wild in it. You know what I mean? I had to like... You were definitely a high-powered person, like a high-powered yeah. figure. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it, it, you know what's crazy? Because in that time, you don't even realize it. You know, like I'm I'm living in a moment. I thought it was just I'm just having fun and I'm outspoken. Yeah. But now when I look back at it, I'm like, damn, I can't believe I'm alive. Right. Dude. But it feels good to be alive. Right, it does. It really does. That hurts, life, but it feels dude, good. Life really is good. People you see a lot of depressed people out there, especially on social media. It's like, dude, life is good. You know what I'm saying? We're here. Like, live it, you know? Bro, um, it's absolutely ridiculous. So yeah, I mean We'll get into more about about me. Um, for those that don't know, my name is Willie Miguel. But if I could just go by Danza for the day, so if you have to like Tony uh, Danza, if you have if you have to get mad at me and sue me or something, you know, Danza did it. Sue Danza. That's a, that's yeah, a exactly. <laughs> None of these thoughts are mine. It's all Danza's. Right. So, um, yeah, man, dude, I, I brought you on because to tell you the truth, I, you're the type of person that you don't you don't hold no punches. Like you, None. when you think of something, it comes out of your mouth immediately. You just, there's no filter with you. So yeah. well, I don't even know how to do that. I'm like doing it. <laughs> yeah, dude. So, I mean, you're, even your social, just your social media posts are provocative, but they always come from a place of truth too. Like they're always, there's always yeah. little subtle red pills that you throw in there that you can't argue against. You know what I mean? And you don't, and 
and I'm like this too. Like I don't, I don't have a party affiliation when it comes to politics. I don't have uh, anyone that I need to pander to. I just tell what I, if I think of something, I say it. Like I just, this way I feel, I'm going to tell you, you know what I mean? Yeah, there's absolutely no reason for us to be fake about our lives or our feelings. Like if I felt like something inside of me was disgusting, you know what I mean? Like a thought, that thought I was thinking was disgusting or a way I was behaving was disgusting, then, then I would have to lie. But I feel like I try my very best to be straightforward with everybody. I give my loyalty. I give my respect to everybody up front. My opinion, I know my opinion isn't a disgusting opinion. My opinion, opinion is, is based on what I see, based on what I see others go through, based on me living in a predominantly black neighborhood, predominantly Hispanic neighborhood, based on me living in a predominantly white neighborhood. I fucking lived out in Israel for a little bit, Jerusalem, That's Tel great. Aviv. How was that? You know what I mean? I, I, fucking I speak amazing. a little bit of Hebrew too. I Mishman Hashiva, uh, what do you call it? That's that's where I was staying at. You said uh, what seven. Is, what do I you said seven. Sheva. That's seven. Uh, me. Uh, that's that's where I was living. What did I? What is your uh, uh, Shalom. Shalom. Yeah. Hello. Bo- Boker, Bo- Boker Tov. Yeah. Yeah. Boker Tov. Good. Uh, good day. Good day. Shliha. Uh, oh, I, I, yeah, was, I know. You know, I, know I know all the basics. Like, I know all the basics. Right. That's, right that, that's, that's that's. I'm right about that. Right. Boker Tov is good day. Good morning, I believe. Good morning, good morning. Yeah. Yeah. Hi, you'll dash with ta. Let's ha- have a drink. I, yeah. I know the little base. Yeah, I just, I don't know. I learn, I, I'm weird like that. I like to go down little rabbit holes and watch documentaries. Man, and- let me tell you something dope, though. I, I was cool as fuck out there, all right? I didn't know what was going to happen. They gave me a car and a place to stay. And I had a little job out there, right? And, um, I, you know, I, I'm going to go do what I want to do. So I go clubbing or whatever, and I have to like figure out a way to weasel my way in because they're looking at me at the door, and security's completely ignoring me. And I'm like, yeah, "Come on, man! Like I'm I'm here for a couple weeks. I'm trying to get in there, party. Like you guys are 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 leaving me out here. I feel like a loser. And now you got me out here with all the other losers. This isn't fair. And like they ended up fucking with me because I'm joking with them, and they're like, "Oh, go on in." <laughs> I ended up meeting some kid who was like the leader of some fraternity. Oh, and the next the next week I'm partying fucking forty deep every week. Wow! In, in, in <laughs> Israel, my boy George was out there, and, and and I'm having a good time. And the the guy was like, "I don't know how you do this, that you're here for a week and now you have your own friends and you don't even want to, you know, you don't even want to do nothing with me." It's like I'm on my own. <laughs> so that, that was pretty cool. Did you go to um, what's that party city? It's not Jerusalem, but the one right above it. Uh, Tel Aviv. Tel Aviv. Yeah, is that that's what you're talking about, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's where I was living, right on the, yeah, that, right on the. Uh, that's the spot, right, right on the beach. Yeah. Oh man, beautiful. Yeah, I want to go out there one day. It's like Miami on steroids. Is it really? Damn. Yeah, I hear that a lot, and it's hard to believe because you're thinking Israel, you're thinking like a religious place, but it, it really ain't like that no more. It really is just a regular country like everyone else. Bro, I, at three o'clock in the morning, my first day there, I got, I walked out of the house and I just walked for miles. I had no no problems. People were helping me out, buy stuff. Everybody, like I'm using a translator app to try to get back home because I'm lost. Yeah. Everybody was super cool. You know, like, it's amazing over there. People, we have our judgments. It was a leap of faith to go over there because I'm like, I don't know if there's a missile going to fly by in the middle of the street or something. Yeah. There's a lot of it shit going amazing. on over there. 
Especially, that, it was that, awesome. especially in the West Bank. That's where it goes down. But um, Yeah. Yeah, I, I did some risky shit where I took some drives and I walked into some deserts. I saw somebody walk out of like a little uh, pyramid right at the top. of I saw somebody walk out and I was just driving through sand. It awesome. Yeah, I looked like it. Dude fucking... Like, he literally just walked out the cave. Dude just walks out there with a turban on, and I'm like, I know I'm in the wrong place. I was driving to the Dead Sea, and I'm like, uh, <laughs> I'm literally like, I'm a tough guy, but I don't know where the hell I'm at, and I see some dude walk out looking all mysterious and shit in the middle of the fucking desert, and I'm just like, and then I just slowly backtracked to the car and got the fuck up out of there. That actually happened. I'm a pretty tough guy. I'm not really afraid of shit, but I don't want to figure out what's going on up there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Heads a lot of people speak English over there, or is it just Arabic and Hebrew? A lot of people speak English. That's what I thought. English is pretty big everywhere now. That's the world, that's the world uh, language now, you know? Dude, they're super intelligent out there. So they're, they're like light years ahead of us as far as the way their, their intelligence works and their wisdom works. Yeah. It's insane. It's a beautiful place. But that's me, man. So I went through... I've seen so much different sides, different, I've, I've watched and I've looked through the eyes of other people. I tried to really understand where they were coming from. Right. I can relate. The reason why I can relate is like the opposite because I grew up in a white neighborhood, but I went to prison. So I, I got to see both sides of American culture. You know what I'm saying? Cause I met people upstate who were from, you know what I'm saying? So I, I know exactly what you're saying right now. You see, different walks of life. You can understand different worldviews and where, where they're coming from because everybody, people's experiences give them their worldview. That people don't just wake up and just decide, I'm going to vote for this person or I'm going to buy that shirt. You know what I'm saying? Everybody has a worldview based on their life experience, based on who they're around, the environment. You know what I'm saying? And when you're around different people, you, you realize that. You realize people think differently for different reasons. There's a, there's a reason why they think that way. You know what I'm saying? For sure. Listen, something I wanted to say to kind of set the tone of where we're going to get that, right? You you put a group of people around you right now. Like, you got to think of specific people you actually know that that you could put around you. Whether they're they're good friends or not, just put a group of 15 people around and make up a story in your head, right? So, So tell them how you were just driving down the street and when you got to the corner, you seen two people fighting, right? And the fight got real bad. Fucking car is going down the street. They don't pay attention. Clips one of the guys. Hits him, right? And you're telling these 15 people you know this story. Pay attention because it'll, it'll, it'll come together. I'm listening. So you're telling these 15 people this story of what you saw. Right now, could, did you just vision? Yeah. I what I was telling down the street, you? Walking down the street and I see a big fight and it starts to get worse. And I'm trying to go. Yeah. To, yeah. Yeah. You could see it. Yeah. I can see it. In my head. So I can see the image. You create an image in their head, right? Right. Out of those 15 people, when you're telling your story, how much, how many of them can you convince that you're telling the truth to? I don't know. It's a good question. Maybe half, maybe, maybe. Right. Yeah. It's, you could, you know, you can convince a few. You convince a few. Right. Right. Yo, the reality that we live in today was designed by the media. Oh, yeah. They convinced so many people of what the truth is. Like, this is the truth. 
Dude, we go on TV, we turn it on, we see the weather channel, right? And it says, like, there's this huge storm in Texas. What if there wasn't? And I'm not saying there isn't. I'm just saying, what if there wasn't? Everybody believes it anyway. You know what Socrates said? Uh, question everything. Everything. Even if it's crazy, yeah. question it. Look into it. And, you know, I'm glad you brought up the media, dude, because you're spot on, bro. Like, for example, the, the impeachment trial just happened. Now, regardless of how you feel about Trump, whether you're you're on his dick all day, and you're obsessed with him, or you hate him, you want him to die, whatever. Just you can see, you see both sides are crazy, both sides, right? Regardless of what you think about Trump, the impeachment trial was crazy. These people literally tried to make a fake. I'm going to show it on the screen while I'm saying this. The uh, impeachment manager, Mr. Cicilline, correctly and accurately quoted a newspaper account. Um, which the distinguished senator uh, has taken objection to, so we're happy to withdraw it. It's not true. On the grounds that, that it is uh, on the grounds that it is not true, um, and we are going to repeated it too. Okay, we're going to withdraw it this evening, and without any prejudice to the ability to resubmit it, if possible, and then we can debate it if we need it. But it's not. It's this is much ado about nothing because it's not critical in any way to our case. You're not the Thank one you. being cited as a witness, sir down here in Washington, D.C. There's nothing fun about it. And in Philadelphia, where I come from, when you get caught doctoring the evidence, your case is over. And that's what happened. They got caught doctoring the evidence, and this case should be over. They try to make a fake Twitter post, and they use these fake blue check marks, and the date, they even, they even, it forgot to put the real date on there. They put 2020. It was 2021. So they got caught. They lost the trial. He gets acquitted. And nobody, people barely even know about this shit. Like, they just swept that right under the rug. Can you imagine if that was on the other side? If it was like, if it was like Trump's, Trump's defense team tried making a fake Twitter post to use it as his defense, and they got caught? Can you imagine how yeah, that would be? Yes, but people... It depends on what the media wants your reality to be because they're not going to push that. Right. Like Fox News is in a situation right now where they could get in trouble and, and they know like, damn, Trump's out of this. We got to kind of pander to the Democratic side to get some right. people to fuck with us again. Right. Right. That's what's happening CNN, right now. CNN does not give a fuck. They want you to believe their side of the story and that's it. That's and it. they hate Trump. And like they, they really hate this guy. They hate you know, I mean, these people would pay to off this motherfucker. Oh, that's, yeah. that's really how I feel about it. That's a fact. And they're the ones that are giving us the information. Google's the one that's giving us the information. One thing that I could say, look, I, as you know, I do not give a fuck about any one of them. But I like Trump because he talks a lot of shit. So I'm, that's my guy. You're a business. And he's good, at, you're yeah, a, and he's, you're he's good for business. Yeah, if, exactly. you're, if, you're an, if you're an economics major or a business major, or you're, you own a business, or you're in the stock market, Trump is the guy to look up to. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Regardless of what you think, he, he's the man, bro. Like, he did it. Like, he did it better than anyone else have ever done it in American history. That's a fact. And, and now tell me this. Like, so, so obviously they push their nonsense narratives across, and most people really don't know shit about shit. Again, these are the people, the half of the people that you convinced that your story was real. And, and, and you didn't have to verify shit. Now you got the media that these people grew up thinking everything they said was the truth. Right. They hear it once and that's it. Before 2016, 
I don't know one person that was talking about Donald Trump being racist. None. I literally don't know one. And they could go back. And so what happens is, is that like, well, back then in the Central Park Five, these guys, he said that he wanted them uh, to be hung for what they did. It's almost like if Donald Trump was a detective, they asked the man, did you hear about a, uh, the rape that happened with these five kids raped this woman in the park, right? If somebody walked up to me right now and said, Miguel, uh, Danza, shh, wait. But they said, they said, Miguel, there's, um, did you hear about that lady that got raped at the park down the street from me? I'd be like, what? No, nah, hell no, nah, I didn't hear about that. What's up? They'd be like, man, there was these five kids that, that raped them. And uh, do you know, what do you think they should do? You know, there's a reporter with a camera right there and the, the microphone. They point the report, the, the, they, uh, they point the microphone at me and they go, what do you think should be done? I'd be like, they should kill the little motherfuckers. Right. That's your first reaction. That's just a normal reaction. You know what I mean? Like, and it's a normal reaction. But since they were trying to push a narrative and they said he's racist, he said he wanted them to kill him. They're like, oh, he said that. Oh, my God. Right. And so immediately they're pushing the narrative. So the media is feeding it to you. Yeah. And now there's one thing that people are sticking to. And they're like, well, what about his dad? You know what I mean? Oh, what about when, when he had that issue where he got sued at his, at his uh, place for not allowing Mexicans to work or whatever the hell the case was or, or denying residency to minorities? And I'm like, didn't, didn't his dad run that place? <laughs> right. yeah, yeah. But it doesn't matter anymore because they're pushing the narrative. But meanwhile, I really actually, I actually heard Joe Biden say, I don't want my kids growing up in a biracial jungle. And you, put, you tell people that, and they're, they're like, oh, come on, stop bringing that up. Stop. What? Yeah, that's old. Like, you know like, what I mean? What? Like, okay, so what is it? So, so all I'm saying is I don't give a fuck about any one of them, right? I'm, I, I'm real enough to myself to say, hey, 74-year-old white man, 77-year-old white man, I wouldn't doubt it if they both had racism in it. Again, it does not mean because we created them that we somehow forgive them or do not take them out of society to protect my family and yours from them. They are beyond the pale, many of those people. Beyond the pale. And it's a sad commentary on society. We have no choice but to take them out of society. Right. It would be hard to convince me that they didn't. They went through a different time than we did. That's true. You know what I mean? So... Okay, let's 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 say that's the case. Then which one of them aren't? <laughs> How long have we been doing this? So why is it that you're you're sitting there saying, "Oh, well, this guy is going to do this for us," but he's already been there. What has he done for you? And so, where do, people the reality that people have today is not their own. You could think for yourself. I can think for myself, and I could think of a few other people that can. <laughs> But yeah. I could walk up to somebody right now because they're, the way their brain is wired right now is to receive it, receive whatever they're hearing from somebody else, and that becomes the truth. Right. So I could say, man, you know, last night I, I went to Soho, and it's, Jennifer Lopez was at Soho. That shit was crazy, man. <laughs> I got her autograph, and I take a piece of paper, and before that I wrote Jennifer Lopez out. You know what I mean? She signed his paper, and that person... Of those, of those 15 people, half of them, 
Yo, Miguel saw Jennifer Lopez in uh, Soho last night. Right. She even got her autograph. She is crazy. Yeah. Yeah, and now this, this rumor spreads. And what is it? It's the next Buffalo Bills rumor, right? Oh, Michael Vick's in town. I think he's going to sign. And everybody's like, yeah, I saw him at the airport. Well, shit, I saw him at fucking Olympic. You know, and everybody starts carrying on this fucking story, and they all believe this. People aren't thinking for themselves. It's like nobody's going to say, man, you ain't you. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah. you didn't hear that. So now they're, they're hearing it directly from the source that they truly believe, which right. is mainstream media. Right. And, then and so now if they say the same thing over and over and over again. It just, it just starts to become true. Even if it's not exactly. true. That's how they you know, And the craziest part is as you have, because I have conversations with both sides, right? I'm really in the middle. Me too. But yeah. whatever, whatever side I disagree with, they think I'm pro the other side. Right. Right. So if I say, if I said, uh, well, I think, you know, I think financially Trump is good for you. You're just a Trump supporter. You're probably racist too. Right. You know what I mean? Or if I say, well, I like Biden's, uh, I don't like any Biden policies. <laughs> um, <laughs> but if I say, you know, I like what Biden did with um, the prison sentences and how he changed it. He did it. Um, but, you know, I say that and they're gonna be like, oh, well, you like Biden, you know, get out of here. Like I told people, I said, look, uh, we're just going to have to accept that Joe Biden is now the president. Right. This kid sends me a message because I, I post, I posted it on Facebook. Now I'm a vocal Trump supporter, right? Like, nah, I don't, it's not necessarily that I support him, but I, I believe in certain things that he does and I defend him against bullshit a lot. And um, I've said a lot of shit that's pro-Trump on my page. Right. Kit sends me a DM saying, you think we should accept that Joe Biden is the president? It's not over yet. And I was like, well, I mean, actually it is. He's like, no, it isn't. <laughs> you know what I mean? So this kid's like, no, it isn't. And he starts talking shit to me. Right, they get, oh, those people get. Now, meanwhile, you scroll up five other fucking pages and the kid's like, oh, man, I, everything you say is so true. You know, that's why I really fuck with you. You speak from the heart. Da, da, da. I disagreed with one thing One thing. Said. That's all it takes. And it's the truth. This was the truth. Yeah, it's like a religion. It's like a, it's like. Yeah, a, and it's, then all of a sudden I'm hated. Now I'm pro-Biden and Harris. Now I might right. be now you're so uh, Kamala Harris's nephew or niece. Yeah. Now they call yeah, I mean, like you're a socialist now. <laughs> yeah, and, and automatically I'm like, oh, you hate me now too, shit, whatever. At least I'm acknowledging the truth. I think that all of us should try, if you see it with your own eyes, it's probably true. Yep. And you, you know, know what I mean? Like you. And you, you know what's crazy is like people, once they get invested in an idea, they, they can't. They don't, it's anything that goes against that narrative, they don't, they close their eyes or plug their ears. They can't, that, that idea that they invested in, that they voted for that politician, that's it. I have to protect that now. That's the truth. And it becomes like on both sides of the political spectrum, it becomes, a, it becomes, becomes religious. I don't mean religious like a God. I mean, like they have the set of ideas. So if you're a Democrat, that means you're pro-choice, you're pro-immigration, you're pro-this. If you're a Republican, you're all the opposite of that. You know what I'm saying? pro-gun, pro-low taxes. And all of a sudden, you have to agree with every single one of those check marks. If you go off on yeah. one of those check marks, oh, dude, he, oh, he's a heretic. Get him out of here. It's crazy. And people pick and choose. Because I saw, I saw everybody legitimately, because we do the same thing, right? We idolize our athletes. And you don't tie the beliefs with that, right? 
Right. Or should they? But since you want to believe, you try to believe, then, then you shouldn't have been rooting for Tom Brady. He likes Donald. Right. <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean, but then, then as soon as when I pay, when I put a post like that, it gets ignored. Right. But let it be a musician that went on Instagram and said, "Vote for Donald Trump." If you if you if you back that musician, you support racism. Right. Yeah, it always it's, comes. It always comes back to racism. Like that's like the worst yeah. in the world. Like that's like the the ultimate evil. It's like. Forget about yeah, raping, forget about murdering. Yeah. yeah. It's the escape. It is. It really is the escape. It's like if they're if you're losing an argument, right? Like if there's two people going at it with each other right now and they feel like they're losing the argument, like what has Trump done to negatively impact you? And they're like, well, um, he um he's racist. He, he, yeah, yeah, you, you know what I mean? That's they'll, it. They'll, that's they'll come the, up with something that's the first thing they say. He, uh, he mishandled the coronavirus. It's like, well, I mean, the coronavirus was already here. China lied about it. <laughs> yeah. Well, because he's racist, and, and you're probably racist too. And then that, that scares, uh, I'll be honest, you could call it spade a spade. <laughs> White people are being bullied right now. Yeah. If all they have to do is say, I voted for Donald Trump, and they're being bullied. They can't get a job. Yeah, 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 it is insane. Yeah, and so you you're really saying that if you pick a side of of things like you, people have to understand, like yo, there are things that people do with their everyday real lives, things that they believe. In. I have a small business. In my small business, I truly believe in Donald Trump's policies towards my small business. I don't care about either. Uh, one of them. That's totally. But I, that's what I, it's going to benefit me if I go that route. So I don't care what he does in his personal life. Right, and that's that's what I'm saying. It's it's completely logical for you to want to vote for your interest. Being a small business owner, I want to vote for the yeah. person that's low regulation, low taxes. I'm voting Republican, and everyone's like, "Oh, you're racist." It's like, no, we we're not. We don't. Who cares about the person? We're looking at the po- I'm looking at policy. I'm looking at how this, my life would change if this person gets in office. Most people don't vote that way. Most people vote on like popularity or what they hear in the news. Or that's why we had so many voters. The voter turnout was extremely high. It's, it wasn't because of fraud. It was because everybody was voting for who they hated or yeah. against who they hated. Yeah, that's you know what I mean. And we the look. If you want to call it a rigged election based on what you think happened with people stealing votes or uh, putting in fake votes, you can't. Yeah. I call it a rigged election for a different reason. Right. I call it a rigged election because never in the history of our country have we seen every media outlet endorse somebody and openly spew hatred against another. I mean, there was uh, all these night shows that they have going on. Uh, what is it, Saturday Night Live? Yep, all the media, um, everything. The talk shows. Hollywood. I mean, every day it was like, oh, <laughs> Donald Trump this, Donald Trump that. And they forced more people to like Trump. Like, you're bullying this guy. I got it. And granted, I think Donald Trump earned it because he, he came at it that way. Yeah. You know what I mean? He, he walked in immediately talking a lot of shit. Oh, yeah. So he did earn it. A lot of this shit is like, okay. If he's going to talk shit, let's get him back. So it became uh, four years of a battle of shit talking against each other. However, that doesn't make it right. That they, they, I mean, it was Facebook. It was Twitter. It was Instagram. It was everything you posted saying Trump's a liar. Trump's bad. Trump's racist. Trump's this. Well, Trump's that, a bigot. 
That's another and, thing. And it was over and over again. That's another thing. So the fact checkers now, Snopes.com, Political, right? Those are the big two ones. They, I'm telling you right now, historians are going to look back at those two companies as the biggest propaganda, uh, most successful propaganda move of all time because these people know how to make these mental gymnastics articles, right? Well, they'll say something is mostly false or mostly true. That's how, that's how they get it to hide around the truths that they don't like. They'll just throw. Yeah, it. that's not what he meant to say. Right. But when it's Donald Trump, Donald Trump could say uh, about the bleach. Right. And I'll say, say, say mostly true. They say bleach, like it's like he never actually used the word bleach. You know what I mean? It's like, but, but I, I get it. It's a battle. Yeah. But it's just a shitty battle, and people aren't smart enough to think for themselves. Look, when we were coming up, and you and I were in high school and elementary school, there was kids that were around you that were legitimately. Just not intelligent. Right. You know what I mean? You knew it immediately. It's the kid in the corner of the room that's probably eating glue. <laughs> Yo, he, he grew up right now and he's on Facebook. Yeah. And somebody told him that Joe Biden is the savior. You know what I mean? Leave it. So yeah. while he's eating his Elmer's glue right now, the leftovers, <laughs> he's he's really upset and he's he's typing on his computer and he's saying, All you Trump supporters are racist and Biden is gonna save us. And it's like, oh, okay. I mean, these politicians aren't here to save us. Their job isn't to save us. They're, they're really there to save their buddies. Uh, what I liked most about Trump is honestly, is the man wasn't a politician. That's why. That's that's he the him. that's the only and he reason why I like, the game up. That's the only reason why yeah. I liked him. He's, he was the anti-politician that that, yeah. that became president. He really was. And he talked. He talked at a crowd uh, or, or at. At a group of individuals, which is the politicians, he talked at them and he told them that he was coming for them. And so obviously there was there was a war coming. But guess what happened? Never in, in the, at least in the next 10, 15 years, Donald Trump made a difference in the world because we're going to pay attention to politics. He's got everybody paying attention. Now all of a sudden everybody's exactly. a, a political science major. Everybody fucking knows exactly. everything. We're all experts. And it's for the better. Right? You know, I mean, now, don't get me wrong. There's the crazy people. There's the Elmer, you know, the Elmer's blue. It's there. <laughs> it's there. But then there's the people that, that people get to really understand what's going on. Uh, people what's are taking engaged. place. A lot more people are involved in stock now. Yeah. Investing their money. However, they got to invest. A lot of people are, are thinking about opening businesses. Yeah. A lot of people are, are thinking like, okay, well, this is in place so I could do this. So this administration is here. They're going to clean energy, so maybe I should open a clean energy company. Now they're starting to understand where we are. And part of me always thought, like, oh, you know, that's for older people. That's for old people. Yeah, I'm in my, I'm 35 now. And I'm paying attention more now than ever, obviously, because of my age. But even these 20-year-old kids, these 15-year-old kids, they're starting to pay attention more than ever. Yeah. And eventually we'll get to the right place. Right now we're yeah. in the wrong place, but I think eventually we'll get into the right place. Yeah. And you, and but, but, go ahead. I was going to say, um, so I think long-term, I think Trump's done. People think he's going to come back and run again. I think he's done. This is my personal, my, if I had to predict what's going to happen, he's going to, he's done. He's not going to, he might even try to run, but I don't think he's going to, what I think is going to happen is I think Trump's going to pull out people from the woodworks that are going to be like him, sort of like these figures who are, come shoot from the hip, don't read teleprompters, but they'll be better. There's, there's going to be someone coming along better than him, probably. Oh, yeah. He's, he's creating a mind. Yeah, he's going to – what he's set up is long-term. 
He's going to change power. He changed politics forever. Now all of a sudden everybody's engaged. This power, this show, I have people on, I have people on that are completely farthest left you can go. And I'll sit down and talk to them, kick it, have a conversation. And that's cool. If people start doing that more, then we'll start to see things get better because maybe people understand each other more. But at the end of the day, it's polarized. Like people are still going to hate each other regardless. That's always going to be like that. By the way, you know, what's, you know what I, I believe I saw? Um, you had um, Talia on. Yeah. I think her and uh, AOC should batter one day. Dude. There you go. That's fucking. You know what I mean, I think I think they both have the same views, but that would be like the coolest battle ever. Yo, you know yeah. what I mean? She is a lot like AOC in, in, in a lot. Yeah, um, for sure. I think that would be like the coolest. That's not an insult, by the way, Tali. No, no, no. And and I, I don't like yo, AOC. People, I just want, people, I want an anti AOC, and Tali will be a good one. Well, well, the thing about AOC is you can hate on her all you want, but she's winning elections. She's in the Senate. She's got a fucking. Yeah. She's raising money, like. She's, she's, like, she's making she's a machine she's making a difference you know what i'm saying yeah. it doesn't matter what you're it is what it is like she's a winner yeah, she'll take anybody out she's 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 out for blood yeah she's yeah. like the new and improved nancy pelosi that's what i'm saying she's the future of the democrat party like she's super yeah young, yeah already super high up super powerful has a great yeah, she's a beast. she jumps on twitter and she'll tweet something and it'll get like a million retweets within an 10 minutes yeah she could go at anybody who anybody she watched she could cancel anybody right now yeah Yeah, that's crazy you know you mentioned about the the election being rigged and this is where i saw the crazy and the normal conservatives separate because like okay for example there are some truth to there was some crazy shit that happened in the election like for example in atlanta georgia uh, there is somebody pulling out ballots when everybody was gone, counting them. Yeah, I saw that, yeah. There was all types of crazy, weird shit, right? But at the end of the day, if you had to follow Trump's logic in the whole election being completely rigged and nobody got caught, and it was just a smooth transition. And then even the, even the judges that he appointed, the, the three judges that he appointed, even they were in on it and Mike Pence was yeah, in yeah. on it. It's like, at the end of the day, it's like, dude, that, that, that's crazy. You gotta let that go. Yeah, it's fine for that. Yeah, and even if and, you, I, and I was somebody that believed that the Dominion voting systems could have been rigged and stuff like that, and they show how they can manipulate it. But at the end of the day, I was okay with accepting the exactly. loss. Like exactly. I bet my boy five hundred dollars. You know what I mean? And and that that they would find something and it would be overturned. Not overturned. I said they would just find something sufficient enough to overturn Georgia at least and to make a significant impact. And, and there wasn't. And I had to pay up. Yeah, and to add to that is like I was always open to hear what, what his lawyers were saying, like uh, Nancy Powell and Giuliani. I'm, I was listening to everything they were saying. I'm like, okay, you're saying this election was rigged. Sydney let's, Powell, let's, Sydney let's Powell. play this out. Let's play this out. I, was, I'm, mm-hmm. I wasn't denying the whole thing. I, was, I wanted to hear what they were, why it was rigged. And there was, some, there was some real stuff there. There was some real actual issues with the election. But at the end of the day, to say, like, they, didn't, they couldn't, it was like a piece here, a piece there, a piece there. And there was no ties to each other. It was just a bunch of loosely based uh, events that happened, and they couldn't tie yeah. it together. So at the end of the day, it is what it is. Even even if they did rig it, you, they they got away with it, and you let them do it. You were the president, like you yeah. had. Those, and those states that were red that took blue, you should have had things in, in set in place. So at the end of the day, you have to put the blame on on Trump. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you can't, you can't. It, it is what it is. And today we said what? What's today's date? Uh, February 17th, 2021, and our president is Joseph Biden. Creepy guy. 
That's a fact. And that, and, yeah. and you yeah, know what? The exactly world, you can do about it. And, and the world, and Kamala world, Harris is our vice president. Yeah, and the world's gonna keep spinning, and it's there's nothing like no. It's yeah, not, it's and not, I'll be okay. I'm okay. Yeah, I don't give a shit. Like, yeah, you gotta find your win. You know, what I mean, there's there's loopholes around everything, and and ways for you to win, and there's advantages with every administration that comes in. You gotta find your belt. Yeah. And I'm somebody that's always found a way to win, so it doesn't matter what year. Um, as I'm as I've been progressing through life, I found more and more ways to win. So when I started seeing that, you know, we're going towards a Biden administration. I got in contact with a lot of people that lean that way. And, and we had conversations. Or what are the benefits? Why do you lean, you know, towards the, these Democrats? And, and, and what is your opinion? What's your views? Where do you think you could benefit? I learned. Yeah. And uh, I'm, I'm, I'm making more money. <laughs> I mean, like, you got to figure out a way. You got to adapt, man. Like, the world's going to change regardless of what you, what you think. Like, you got to adapt to the world. The world's not going to adapt to you. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. But anyways, fuck politics and fuck them both. <laughs> fuck them all, right? Because I really don't care. Somebody like if somebody got into an argument with me, right? And they're like, and 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 it's just because I'm a piece of shit. Whatever they whatever they want to talk, whatever, cool. Yeah. But if somebody was like, you know what? Oh, you know, it's because all oh, you're bullshit supporting Trump. I'll bullshit my way into being the biggest Trump supporter ever just to piss him off because their first statement annoyed me. And I'm like, you piece of shit, little annoying bastard. Yeah. So now I'm going to make you hate me until you block me. And if you don't block me, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to hate you enough to block you. But eventually you're going to not want to talk to me again. So right. be, be prepared for that because I actually don't care. And if they get mad that I said something pro-Trump or pro-Biden and, and they get, oh, you're Biden supporter, then I'm going to piss them off. And so they leave me alone on the other side. I don't care. I actually do not care. Right. You know what I mean? I, I, I like what the fuck I want to like. I believe in what the fuck I want to believe in. Everything else is pointless. So fuck politics. Another thing I wanted to talk about. Um, I got a little list of shit that I wanted to talk about. Bring it up, dude. Right. And this kind of ties into it. We live in a sensitive-ass world. <laughs> oh, let's get into that. You know, it's, it's super sensitive. Listen. It might be controversial for some, but understand I come from the heart and I'm trying to be realistic with people and, and, and it, the, everything I talk about is controversial and it's because I, not enough people talk about it, but it needs to be spoken about. You remember, you, you remember Danny Almonte? Yeah, yeah. Okay, Danny Almonte was a pitcher for the Dominican Republic in the Little League World Series. Yeah, no, I know. I remember not exactly, yep. Yep, and there was a scandal because this kid was like 16 and he was playing against 13-year-olds and lied about his age. Tremendous year. He was striking everybody out, right? Fucking kid's fantastic. But then what happens? This kid, eventually, once, once they found out, they're like, oh, my God. He, this family is so terrible. They allowed a 16-year-old kid to play a group of 13-year-olds, struck them out, fucked their ego, bullied them. You know, what I mean, made them feel worthless. And really what, what was going on in national television is they, was watch, they were watching a kid that was a few years older than them, maybe a year, two years, whatever the fuck it was, bully them. Yep. And, 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 and let people see, you know, provide a link for them so they could see exactly what the hell I'm talking about with Danny Almonte and what happened. Yeah. yeah. Now, the kid was a couple of years older. You beat him. Right. But the worst people in the fucking world after that. Like, what, what piece of shit? Oh, my God. Fucking Danny Almonte. Fuck that guy. Right? For trying to make it into this world. And here goes where it gets interesting. That kid 
his his career, his life was ruined based on him being a couple years older, bullying these little kids around. But now we're in 2021 and we're allowing grown ass motherfucking men wrestle women. Yep. This is an issue. And, 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 and it's, it's a big fucking problem. This is an issue. It's a big fucking problem. Listen, you have, if, if, if a man right now decided that he's going to race against women and, and we wanted to be men and we acted like men and we had a beard and we fart and we fucking talk shit and we're smoking a cigar and he wanted to go race against women and he won, oh, man, he's getting torched. Right, right, right. By women, right, torched. It's, right. There's no chance. If a, if a guy slaps a woman right now, and people put it on national television. You're done. Torch. Done. But but you're gonna allow a male go against a woman in a UFC ring. Right. You're gonna allow a male to wrestle a woman in a wrestling match, all because they identify as female. Bullshit. If anything, you gotta create a new lead. But you cannot allow that to happen. And again, this I'm not saying this to to spew hatred. I'm, I'm saying what, what's fair is fair. If if yeah. a man is not allowed to slap a woman, if a man is not allowed to race in a woman's sport, biological male should not be able to com- compete in, in female sports. I think it's bullshit. I think for all, I mean, women, women historically have just gotten their rights the same way as, as black people have. Yeah, yeah, African-American. Yeah. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, you're, it's almost like you're immediately stripping that away. Like you, you're shitting right in their face. Fuck you. Our, yeah. our men are even gonna get in, get inside your sports. So I think that's insane. So this is what I think about that. So this this is a good. This is a, a, a in, this is this is a real issue right now because you got this whole like you said, people are sensitive. They don't want to offend anybody, right? But the science is the science. No, and there's nothing you can do. You can't argue against the science. When a man transitions to a woman, they still have the same, um, um, what's it called? The, uh, same genetic makeup? Like- same, yeah, same genetic makeup. Um, chromosomes, there we go. They still have the same yeah. XY chromosome setup. So they still have, this, uh, they have a, a, a muscle tissue that in certain places that gives them an advantage. And that no matter how many hormones or, or what you do, you chop, you, the surgery, whatever you want to do to this person, it can be a yeah. Can look exactly like a woman, and I'll call you. If you want to be called a woman, I'll call you a woman too. I have no problem with that. I'm all for it. Be who you want to be. I'm a libertarian. I think everybody should live their life in however they want to live it. But when it comes to sports, though, those the, the like the, the the genetic makeup, like muscle tissue and certain certain testosterone build, those stay. Those are staying no matter what. No matter what you do, you're always going to have that little bit of an advantage. So my opinion on this now, Joe Rogan. Is, is, is debated uh, Nick, I can't remember his last name, um, or Adam ruins everything. That dude, they talk about this in length. And I think Joe just, I think Joe just tore him up in this. I don't think he had any answer for what Joe was. Joe, Joe knew what he was talking about. He, everything I just said, basically. But it should be like, it should be like this. In boxing, a heavyweight fights a heavyweight. They don't yeah. fight lightweights, right? So why, we should be, there should be a system where, they keep it matched up. Like, I'm not saying trans people shouldn't be able to, to participate in sports, but what I'm saying is they need some sort you of... You got to make it even. Yeah, they got to make some sort of even playing field so that every... Because that's not fair to a girl 
like in high school, uh, she wants to run track. Her dream is to break the record. She gets on the track, uh, and then she breaks the record, but she fight, she's playing with someone else who breaks her record at the same time, and that was just yeah. – it just happened to be someone who transitioned to a woman six months ago. That's it's not fair. not fucking fair. Yeah, it is not fair. And, and I would hope – and it's tough because you can get canceled, but I, I would hope that women would be able to stand up for themselves and say, hey, this is not allowed. A lot of them are. I understand that you're trying to say that everybody should be accepted. We're not saying they shouldn't be accepted whatsoever. This isn't any hatred towards them. It's just what's fair. It's fair. You're letting them compete in female sports and and, uh, uh, get victories. Meanwhile, that other person's sitting there like they're going to get to have their moment because a man beat them up. Right. That's not right. Yeah. And there's no way way for, for anybody to convince me that that is right. But... You tell 15 of your friends a story, right? And half of them believe it. And so somebody said to them, they have rights to, you don't understand their emotions. And they they completely miss the most obvious point. Yes, we know they have rights. We know they have emotions. However, so does that female that just got her ass whooped, that just lost in a race, that just lost a basketball game. Right. That, that that feels less than in that moment. It just isn't fair. Uh, there has to be a point where we come to respectful to one another while also acknowledging the truth. Right. And you know what I think that also another thing I think they should do is you should be able to go up echelons. Like if you're a, if you're a female, like the NFL, for example, that's the highest level of football in the world. If a football, yeah. a female kicker was good enough to be, to be better than, our kicker for the Bills, and she, she can kick 60-yard field goals all day long. She's good enough to play. She's good enough to play. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You should be able to you – if you can move up, then that, that should be fine. Like, but to move down, for an NFL player to jump down and play college, it's like, what are we doing? Like, that's so – Yeah, I, exactly. So if you had, like, Layla Ali, who could, uh, who could go ahead and spar with a man, and that's what do she it. wants to do because she's a monster, then, okay, go ahead, go against – and that's, you know, it's, uh, somebody that's transgender and, and go ahead and get your battle line. If you could win, that's awesome. But that's a fair fight because you both determine that's a fair fight. And I think that's a, you know I mean? I think that's a common ground between the people who are all the way over and saying, we need to let everyone just be, you know what I'm saying? Between people who want to cancel them and people who want to make them like join everything. That's a common ground. It's like, okay, let's open it up to people. So if you, if you can contend and you can play with the higher levels, do it. But don't be jumping down to levels that you know you know you have an advantage over them. That's that's where I step in. Yeah. You know, what I'm that's that's all I'm saying. Exactly, and people aren't real enough to touch it. People aren't brave enough to touch it, so they can't speak up. Yeah. Me again, I don't care. This isn't me, Miguel. This is Dan's. That's why I had you on. Read it off. I read it off a notebook. But if people are afraid to talk about it, and in the same way, uh, blacks, Latinos are afraid to step up and say I supported and I voted for Donald Trump. It's the same way that uh, women and men alike are afraid to say it is not fair. A lot of people want to keep their mouth shut because they don't know what type of judgment is about to be cast on them. And they're afraid of that judgment because a lot of people really fucking worry about people, what people think about them. Yeah. I say, what the hell I want to say? My best friend sometimes would be like, yo, you're a fucking asshole. What you said, I don't agree with it all. And I'm like, Beautiful. That's amazing. Tell me something else. Great. Like, tell me. I don't really care. You know what I mean? Me and you could have a disagreement right on here right now. I don't, I don't care. You know, it is what it is. I'm not 
I, I'm not offended by it. Like not, not everybody's supposed to agree with me. But you know what? My girlfriend agrees with me like 12% of my life. <laughs> right. But you know what? <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, everybody, if everybody was an open book like that, it'd be, it'd be a lot easier to navigate through the world. Like, you, cause there'd be no bullshit. You just know what is what. You know, that's red, that's red, it's colors red. It's not white. Like this is- too many people are afraid. Yeah, see, people are scared like to be- they're, they're really scared. Like, I'll tell you how simple the fear is. You could have somebody that's pretty popular in the city, right? And they feel against something that everybody's for. For instance, let's say uh, somebody in Buffalo really hated Josh Allen. Okay. And everybody likes this set person. And um, they, they, they'll be afraid to say it. They'll be afraid to say what their opinion is because they don't want the people in Buffalo to have a different view on them because their popularity is based on that. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I'm always down for Buffalo. I can't go against it because then my boys won't be my boys. The girls that like me won't like me anymore. The places I was, the, 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 my coolness won't be as cool anymore. My light won't be as bright anymore. Fuck the light. Fuck, fuck everybody else's opinion. If you're, you know what happened is you dimmed your own light by not being able to be you because the shit you're talking now isn't real. And so nobody really gives a fuck about you anyways. So everything you were afraid of doing just happened. Right. You know what I mean? Because people aren't, people aren't really uh, willing to, to step up. But that's, again, the reality that we're living in isn't ours. Yeah. It's an, Everything, really filled, everything it, it filtered was, and hidden and swept under the rug. And it may, like, like Google, man, you know how many times I look something up on Google and I know it exists. I've seen it with my own two eyes and all of a sudden I can't find it no more. Yeah. All the time. Bro. All the time. Man. I, I lost really all the time, especially now. Yeah. It's had like the, the internet is completely censored and filtered out now. It's completely controlled, dude. And it's just a small group of people over in the West coast really that control everything. You know, so let me ask you this: How how uh, how worried are you about? And you can be honest here, like how worried are you about what people are going to think about you based on some of the things you speak about? You know, like because you're in a place right now that most people really won't understand, but your your popularity and is on the rise, and you're you're talking to a different guest. How many times a week? Like three times. Yeah, you're talking to a different guest, and you're talking to Demo- Dem- Democratic candidates. Yeah. You're talking to people who support Republican. How worried are you that, you know, some people won't want to come on the show, some some people won't want to watch, some people will pull back? Like, does do you have any worry on that? I do a little bit because I notice when you tell the truth all the time, you lose friends. It doesn't matter who. Like, you eventually, if you just keep telling the truth all the time, eventually people stop. They, they get pissed off. They, they lose. And I, I try to tell people, like, if you hear me say something, you know what I'm saying, in a podcast or, or post something, just take me with a grain of salt. I'm open. I'm listening to people. I'm here to con- – I want to have open dialogue with everybody, even people who I completely disagree with. I'll sit down with you and kick it for an hour, and I won't even challenge your ideas. I'll let you talk the whole time, and I'll, I'll look for things I can agree with you on, and then that's it. But, like, as far as – it doesn't – as far as being, like, nervous or, like, you know, kind of scared about it, at the end of the day, I don't even do this to impress people. I really, me, like me and you were talking about this last night. I'm looking at, I want, I'm, look, I'm, I'm building my own legacy for my descendants one day to look me up online and be like, yo, our great seven times great grandfather from 2020. Look at this dude. He had his own podcast and look at, he's got all these videos. This is what we can, they can hear what, what I think and my thoughts. And 
I'm thinking like, that's what I'm thinking about long-term for me. Like this is yeah. to impress anybody. You know what I'm saying? But if people, people like it and they dig it and they support it, I'm cool with that too. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. I, and I don't care. Listen, I'm, I'm somebody that's been, you know, along my entire life, I'm somebody that's been equally loved and hated. Yeah. And I don't really care. I just, I stand up for anything that I really believe in. But yeah. again, we live in a sensitive ass world. It's just that I don't give a shit about the sensitive people. Yeah. You know I mean, I guess that's one group of people where I can't, I'm, I'm, I'm a type of person where like, even if you live in depression, I'm the type of guy that's going to say, you have to overcome it. Maybe your ride is tougher than mine because to, to overcome your depression is tough. But you need to do it. Yeah. You can't sit there and sulk. You can't sit there and, and say, oh, you know, my life sucks. I'm, I'm somebody that battles depression. I'm, I'm going to extend my hand to you. If you want to grab on, I'll take you for a hell of a ride and we can try to beat this shit. But if you don't even want to reach for my hand, fuck you. Right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't have to sit here and listen to you try to pour me into Yeah, you're not going to bring me down with you. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah, exactly. But I, but I will, if you want to, if you want to go for it, let's take a run for it. Same thing I would tell an addict. I understand that you battle addiction. And so your battle to get across that addiction is going to be tougher than mine. However, I'm here to give you a hand. But if, if I'm giving you a hand and every night you're sneaking around popping more and more pills or taking more drugs or you're out at the club and drinking, fuck you. That's it. It's over. You know I mean, I can't help you. And so like, I'll, I'll support you or I won't fuck with you. Whether what your opinion is of me, because I, I might have bailed on you, if you think I'm a, I'm a bad person, that, that's so be it. But I'm also not somebody that's going to go drown with you. Right. You know and what you, I mean? You see that you can't accept that. It's like, oh my God, what a fucking asshole. He doesn't believe in depression. Yes, I do. I just believe that you could get through it if you fight. And right. I'll fight with you. Anybody can too. That's, that's a good point. It's like, you see people, a lot of, a lot of times people on the bottom... I'm not, I'm not, I'm not looking down at anybody, but I'm just saying, cause I've been there. That's why the only reason why I can say that I've been, I've been in those places, rock bottom. And you get it, a lot of times people, when they get in that spot, they become real selfish. They need help from everyone. They just want everyone to help them pay attention to them and baby them. And you know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, that eventually they have to get up on their own, on their own two feet. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Have to. And people become addicted to that. Yeah. They become addicted to people that, oh, yeah, oh, my God. Oh, no, really, honey, that happened to you? Like, you right. know, like a, a woman who is heartbroken gets so much attention from her friends and from other guys that they like living there. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, if the conversation changes to something positive, it's like, oh, do, do you remember when, when my, my ex-boyfriend, he, he, he broke my window and he broke my heart at the same time and it's like oh honey you know what i mean like i'm this type of person somebody will tell me like you know they went through heartbreak they're having a hard time they're trying to figure their life out i'll say you know here goes what you need to do to overcome but you can't go back to that you can't go back to a person that has destroyed you like that but they're saying but but you know there was the good hey if you want to sit here and say oh there's the good shit I'm not about to sit here and listen to your pity story for fucking 38 minutes. I'm telling you that if you want to overcome this shit, you have to grow past this shit. If you don't want to, and you're saying, well, I, I really care about him. And, and the reason I don't want to leave him is this thing. You, you want to stay there. You want to have a conversation about your heartbreak. And you want me to re-break your heart for you. Then you don't want to hear the truth. I'm not the guy you want to have a conversation with. I promise you. Right. And you know what? Yeah. It's crazy because you see people use that as like, it's like their defense mechanism is like they're, 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 they weaponize it. Like, Oh, 
feel bad for me. And it becomes like this, like, and, and that brings me to my next topic that I want to ask you about, bro, is this victim culture that we live in. It's like, yeah. it's become a new status level to be the biggest victim ever. Like Colin Kaepernick, he started a whole new market now with these fucking uh, um, donate to me, what do you call it? GoFundMe pages. Pe- yeah. All over, pe- people are breaking in money with, oh, look, this person, uh, you know, they got whatever happened to him. I don't know. There's a million of them out there. You know what I'm saying? And that's become, yeah. a new, it's become a new money grab. It's to get people to feel bad for you so they can give you money and you can get attention and become popular and get a bunch of likes and a bunch of followers on Twitter. And it's crazy. It's crazy, dude. Yeah, for a pity story. Yeah. Uh, it's the uh, same, but all of us have gone through some sort of, some sort of, some sort of uh, trauma. Right, right. You know, yeah, that's crazy. You know, Confucius, the Chinese philosopher, he said, a society that condemns rich people is a society destined to fail. And a society that condemns the, or um, that pushes up the poor is also a society to condemn to fail. Like, he's basically saying, like, if, you're, if the way your society's thinking is, like, we got to put people on the bottom up on a pedestal is, like, the, the, the example. Yeah, don't let the rich man succeed. He's, he already has all this money. It's like, you're, you're not paying attention there. That motherfucker worked hard to get to where he got to. And he's creating jobs. That's, 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 that's how you make, exactly. There's, there's an entire, people don't understand that shit, though. No, they don't. You know what I mean? And that's why the policies don't make sense to them. For the, for, for the other people, they're like, oh, man, $15 an hour, raise the minimum wage. They don't understand that every, every item that they now go buy is up. It's a little bit more expensive, or they're like, oh, that's just greed. No, it isn't greed. They you know t- what I mean? Everybody else is trying to live a life, too. If I work my ass off and I wanted to buy this beautiful home, and I have to wait another two years to buy this beautiful home because the, re- the salaries change, then I also have to change the prices of my products. Because I, I still want to purchase this beautiful home. It's a dream of mine. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or I already live in this home and I now have to pay some bills. You know? And so it, it just doesn't make sense to me. What, but, but again, it, it is that victim culture. It's like, well, I need $15 an hour. It's like, when, what, are you going to be upset when the milk is also 10 bucks? Like, I was just going to say, I have a business degree and I'm get, going for my economics degree right now at UB. I'm back in school right now. And I'm telling you, this is one of the, this is economics, microeconomics 101. They teach this to every student. I don't know why more people don't talk about this, but when you raise minimum wage, the prices of inelastic goods goes up with it over within a, a short period of time too. Within six months, if you, if you raise minimum wage to $20 an hour, within six months, milk will be six, seven bucks a gallon. Like seriously, it's gonna, it's inevitable. It's, it's, it's literally like one plus one is two. You can't, there's no way around it. But people have money. Money, see, money has to represent scarcity too. We can't just make like if we can just print money and give it to everybody to spend, it would be worthless. We would, it, people won't understand like this is not real, uh, valuable. It's just a piece of paper. It represents what yeah. we have. It represents yeah, it represents debt. Oh yeah. no, exactly. So it's like you can't just keep throw, we can't just keep raising minimum wage and expect that to be the. That's like putting a, a bandaid on cancer. It really is. But again, what you said is like, it's, it's economics 101, right? Um, and it's one plus one equals two. But one plus one really didn't equal two to the kid that was eating Elmer's glue. <laughs> right, so that is who the audience is. Again, we have yeah. to remember that a lot of our audience 
are people that they didn't, they never ever paid attention to school because they were fucking a little too young, right? Like they, they met a, they, they thought this girl was hot a little too young. Um, they decided to get into the streets a little too young. They decided to focus on video games a little too young or, or, or rap music a little bit too young. We're talking to people who are lost. A lot of the people that were really given, that are out there giving their opinions that are on these blogs and typing their comments, they all have the same mental capacity as 6 9 does. You know what I mean? Like, and, and we're sitting there like, oh, why? You're, we're fighting against people that don't even understand logic. Like, we're, we're arguing with people right now that will never be loyal to anyone. We're arguing with people that have no faith. We're arguing with people that don't ever want to be successful. They don't want to get a job. We're arguing with people who, who choose to live in poverty because people choose. I learned that a long time ago in business. It's like, I always thought that everybody wanted to be successful. Everybody wanted to run their own show. Everybody wanted to be a millionaire and everybody opened their own business until I offered a kid a job. And I said, hey, because I knew him. And I was like, hey, man, I can give you like a $6 raise and what you're doing, just come work for me. And he was like, as long as I got my video game and my bike, and he's talking about a pedal bike, he's like, I'm cool. And I was like, you live, you know, in an apartment with so-and-so, that apartment is shit. Like, I know you want to get out of that. Like, nah, I like it there. Some people are comfortable. And these are a lot of the people we're talking to. Yeah. They like it where they are. And so... Jesus, like, yo, hopefully the government gives me assistance so I can stay here for another year. They don't want to, they don't want to get out of there. And then, and now their kids are watching that type of environment because they had kids and the kids are like, well, I want to stay here too, daddy. I want to stay here too, mommy. I don't want to leave you. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so, so some will leave, some will stay. I lived in the hood. I don't, I, I, I'm grateful that my mom got me out. You see generational welfare going down generation to generation. Just yeah, and it's because they think that is the way of life. But again, it's it, it, look, man, we it's hard. It's hard because the audience that we're primarily speaking to, because it's really the world. Yeah, they they have no idea of what is actually going on. The Democrats are well aware of it. Look, if, if there was a race going down the street right now, and you saw two people race. Right, and there was an obstacle in the way. There's the demo, or there's one person racing, right? And there's all these obstacles in their path. Yeah. Across the street from me, my neighbor would watch this guy that's about to race, and me, I'm sitting on the other side, and we're both about to watch this guy race. And there's all sorts of insane obstacles in the way. And I'm sitting there on my porch, and I'm like, man, this motherfucker makes it. I want to sit down and have a conversation with him. That's how my excitement is. That's how I'm watching this guy about to, 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 to enter this race. That is my thought. Like, yo, if this guy makes it, I, I want to sit down and talk to this guy because he's got some pretty interesting obstacles he has to overcome, right? Yeah. On the other side, across the street, Democratic guys, they're going to be like, time out. Why don't one of us go walk up to him and tell him if he wants to stay right there, it's fine. Um, it's too hard yep. and we'll help them. You know I mean? It's, it's the, the race just isn't fair. Why don't you stay there? All right. Um, never try it. Never jump. Right. Never take the first step. Stay there. And I, that is the difference that I believe. And so if people want to say racism, which is worse? Somebody saying, I see the obstacles in your path, but if you overcome, come fuck with us. 
or the one that's on the other side saying, I know there's obstacles in your way. We don't want you to sit in our, <laughs> at, in our, on our porch or make it this far because then you're going to be close to us. So why don't you stay over there and I'll make sure that we give you assistance, government assistance, by the way, we'll put you in a beautiful home that you only have to pay $200 for. Okay. <laughs> and we're going to give you money for food. Oh my God. We're going to pay for your schooling, but right. you have to go to this school. Go to that school. Okay. Don't come to this school. Right. You know what I mean? And that is what I see. And so you got to pick which one you believe in. I'm a go-getter. Right, right, right. And so I believe that I don't care what, if I'm the runner, I'm, whether you want me to or not, I'm running. Yeah. So I'm, I'm going to try to make it through. And if I got to die for that, then fuck it. I'm going to die for it. Yeah. But you're not about to, you're not about to buy me out or make me sell out and, and, and have to fucking beg you. Right for things in life i don't i don't want to live off of you i want to live on my own so whether or not you accept me that's totally up to you but i'm gonna i'm gonna make a run for it right but a lot of people don't want to make a run for it and there's a lot of people that also don't want to see people make that run as well and so that that is why that that community is there there's a quote there's a quote that says if you shoot for the moon you might not make it to the moon, but just by, just by shooting to the moon, you're going to go super high and you might not make it that far, but you'll make it higher than if you just shot for the top of a building, you'll be way ahead yeah. of that. If you shoot high, you're going to make it somewhere very high. You might not make it to that spot, but the higher you shoot for, the higher you will go. You can only go as far as you're shooting for. And that brings me to what I was, I was thinking about what you were saying about equality, right? That's what we're basically talking about. We're talking about equality. Quality of opportunity, I'm all for it. Like, we need to get everybody the same opportunity so they can shoot for the, for the moon in the same starting point, right? 100%. A quality of outcome is when we just give everybody the same amount of money, give them the same apartment, same car, same job, everybody just an average Joe. So we can all be equal and poor, which would suck, or we can yeah. not equal, have the same opportunity. Some of us can shoot for the moon. Some of us can shoot for whatever. Some of us can shoot for heaven if we want. But there should be that, that freedom to jump as high as you can and not be held down. You know what I'm saying? And I make that distinction between the quality of opportunity where everybody has a shot to make it. I'm, I'm all for that. I'm all, I, oh, I'm look, and I, I recognize that somebody in Central Park doesn't have the same opportunity as somebody in Kenmore. I recognize 100%, yeah. that. And I'm, and I'm all for trying to fix those, trying to find solutions for those problems. But at the same time, I'm also trying to keep in place the free market where people like you and I can, can, can start our own business and you know what I mean? And start our own empire and just get, get it, do as much as you want and be as much prosperous as you want to be. That has to be, that has to be a reality too. You know? And right now somebody out there might've said, I can't listen to this anymore because in, in their mind, they said, Oh, that's racist because a lot of people shut off at points like that when it's time they should turn on. Yeah, that's the time when the conversation should be at, at its most high. Right. You know what I mean? And so I have a conversation with the people a lot of times. You know what? I'm done. I don't want to have this conversation because it does. I understand that it, there's emotion inside of it because they'll start immediately what they think of is I don't have the same opportunity as you. And yeah, I'm Puerto Rican and Dominican. I had um, the felony on my record when I was 25 years old. Yes, you know. You know, I got I grew up in the um, east side of Buffalo. Then I moved to the west side of Buffalo. And then I moved to a white suburb. I've dealt with racism. I've been called a spit countless times. I've been treated like shit. I've been treated like shit by police. I was, I was called a nigger by police. This shit, 
shit that I, I you can't ever unhear. And I know my 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 skin is light. And so I know, even though I've I've lived in all these neighborhoods, I can't really relate to their pain. I can only speak on my experience. I could speak on what I heard. Right. I would never try to relate to it. Right, right, right. That's a good point. At yeah. the at the end of the day, we all do have to understand that no matter that obstacle that was in my path, the only thing I knew for certain is I was going to go out and try to beat it. I was going to go out and try to be better, be better. I was going to go out and try to, you know, and look at the world and say, I'm not who you think I am. And I'm not going to become who you want me to be. I, I got this one, the YOLO, right? That's what everybody likes to say. I, I want to live. I want to be great. I, I, I want this for me. I don't care what you want from me. I, I want this for me. And as long as more of us can say that, more of us could be real, again, with what we believe in. More yeah. of us could be vocal about the things that, that we care about. The world would be a better place. And so it's not about racism. It is about, under for, for us, because we aren't the politician. And we could speak on it for sure. Because it is important for people to hear what I just said. It isn't, the, the, it, it isn't fair. The game isn't fair. But the, the battle isn't uh, so much, and it, it is, but the battle isn't just about the color of your skin anymore. The battle is between rich and poor. You know what I mean? Because a poor white man is viewed the same as a poor black man by these politicians. They don't care. Right. The difference is a, a, a rich black man isn't viewed the same as a, a rich white man. Wow. You know what I mean? They, they, they view it a little bit different for that rich yeah. black man. It makes it a little bit tougher. So we understand that there's a battle. But if you're poor, uh, you're all the same. Yeah. Little poor fucks. Right. You need us. You know what I mean? It's treated like shit. Yeah. It's like everything's treated like shit. Oh, we'll put you on this. Don't speak up too loud. Right. So it doesn't matter. Oh, yeah. Here's, and so money is really the ultimate, ultimate thing being weighed out now. Yeah, and then and that the the poor are the easiest people to get to vote for you. It's just here's a little bit of money, here's a little crumb. Here, I'll pay your rent in that one bedroom apartment in the middle of the projects, and you can have yeah. some. You can have 150 bucks a month for food stamps, and uh, just vote for us, though. And by the way, if you get a job, we're gonna cut you off. It's like that's yeah, what, exactly. It's ridiculous. That's, that's crazy. I've had people work for me that didn't want to raise because if they got a raise, they would be taken off of support. Right. And that support was was what they were that that they were using to catapult themselves into a better life, and so they were in this fight. It's like that. They didn't know which one they could. A thirty grand threshold that they didn't want to pass that. Exactly, that. but they do. You know what I mean? A lot of them do, and they're like, "Fuck, what do I do?" Right. Like the position I'm in, and I can see that. I heard the this is family that I dealt with with this with this with this type of stuff, and it's like I, I see it. I see the battle. It's like, hey, I got kids. You know, like if, if I take more, I'm putting them at risk because they'll cut me off. Like real support. It keeps people down, bro. Real support. Real support is like, come, go get more money. And we're going to phase you out of it as you grow. Right. They don't believe in that. They're like, nah, we're going to cut you off. Fuck you. They get scared of it. Yeah. And, like, and, and, you know, and, that, and that is the world we live in. It's a sensitive ass, weird ass world with too many motherfuckers that don't want to be real. Yeah, and all, too many politicians that are still in office, and they're like eighty nine years old. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, and then and then you got crazy. the whole you got the whole aspect of people are trading their freedom away for safety. 
for we want to dummy proof everything make sure everything's safe for everybody it's like how much safety do you need before we literally don't have a choice to do any any more choice anymore we lose all of exactly one of the greatest books i've ever read in my life is by glenn beck do you remember who he is glenn beck yeah 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 he's got a book called the overton window i I recommend I, i highly recommend that book I'll check it um, out. The Overton window is what you want accomplished, right? And where you are, right? So then there's this window. It's like we don't want people to have guns and knives on airplanes. We don't want them to smoke. We just want them to sit down. But where we are right now, they'll never accept that. Stab somebody on a plane. Okay. Somebody gets stabbed on a plane, they put it on media, and they're like, shit. Let's get that knife out of there. So now you, you close the goal line a little bit. All right, so let's get plastic knives then, right? But they're smoking cigarettes. Oh, my God. The fucking pilot burnt down the thing, the, 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 the control room. Something happened, and there were cigarettes in there. Whatever the fuck happened, right? More regulation. Cigarettes off, burnt. Oh, no more cigarettes. And they're getting to their goal line. And the window says, here goes what, here goes the things we're going to do at that window. They're going to apply all the uh, things they need to do in order to get to that other side. But they saw it from here the entire time. They knew in order to stop this, we have to do this. In order to stop this, we have to do this. In order to stop this, we have to do this. Right? That is the world we now live in. Yep. And so we are, people don't get it. Um, anthrax, right? Anthrax allowed for cameras to be on every motherfucking corner because they were scared. Like, you know, Buffalo, New York is insane, but also it was out here. They're like, oh my God, there was 15 accidents on this interstate alone. Let's put a camera at the light. Well, let's put a camera at every light, actually. Right. And people are thinking like, oh, it's just because of the fucking traffic. And it was just because it was a fucking guy with anthrax. So just put, yo, there, you voted to have your privacy taken away because you wanted that camera. And people don't understand it. They voted for yeah. that shit. No, or they snuck it into a bill and people wanted like, oh, come on. These fucking stimulus bills are ridiculous, right? Like fucking 1.5 trillion, 600 billion dedicated to the people. Like it's, it's what? Really? Crazy. That doesn't really make that much all, sense. All like, corporations. All corporations. That's all who got that's who yeah. got paid. You know what's crazy is yeah. through through this pandemic, people got people suffer, people lost their jobs, people lost their business. You know who thrived the whole time and is thriving right now? Big corporations. Killing, yeah. crushing it. They're getting bigger. They're and they're hiring more people now. Dude, it's crazy. Yeah. On all here. sorts of fucking regulations being passed and they're saying, fuck you. Right. We're taking this away from you. Yeah. We're also going to watch everything you do. Like the shit that they're putting inside of these bills, like there's it's a reason tricky. that shit is 5,000 pages and that's because they don't want you to read through that shit. Right. Yeah. No, who's going to read through the whole yeah. thing? Nobody. And you know, it's yeah. and they make it, they, they dumb it down. Cause they're like, if, if you read through the whole thing on it, you're just being weird. And again, like imagine Trump wrote that fucking bill. Right. You know so what I mean? And it's like, Oh, there's no way we're signing this. He wrote this. Yeah. But, but as soon as he said, well, 2,000 in it for you, they're like, oh, wow. Like, it's like a fucking robot. 2,000 for me. Where yeah. do I sign? Where do I sign? Yeah. Oh, he's people? so good. He's oh, so good do. for the people. People don't realize, like, yo, there's always something in there to fuck you. They're smiling you and 
It's literally there's two, there's two types of racism, right? There's somebody that'll look at you and say it right to your face. And then there's somebody that'll look at you, oh, I love you. Just just come in. Come on in. And and they're the they're the scariest ones. Yeah, you know our whole uh, world is like that right Malcolm, now. Everybody's enticing us in. Malcolm X said that the conservative at least they'll tell you what they think, and you might not like it. But the white liberal is a wolf in sheep's clothing. Whites who act friendly toward Negroes. A fox acts, acts friendly toward the lamb. And usually the fox is the one who ends up with the lamb chop on his plate. The wolf doesn't act friendly. And therefore the wolf has more difficulty in getting the lamb chop in his plate. I'd like to point out, though, that... I, I, I say that because it is usually the... If you study the structure of the Negro community, economically, politically, civically, psychologically, and otherwise, it's controlled by the white liberal, mm -hmm. who usually poses as the friend of the Negro, who actually differs from the white conservative in, in the same way that the fox differs from the wolf. Uh, their appetite is the same. Their motives are the same. It's only their mannerisms and, and methods that differ. White liberal will tell you that they're going to help you and vote for me. I want to help you, but they're not going to help you. They're just going to exploit you. They hate the, they don't love the poor. They hate the rich. That's what it is. But leaders and, like that aren't around anymore. No. Yeah, man. You know what I mean? And it's, they shut them down immediately. Shut them those down. are the ones. Yeah. Malcolm those Malcolm. are the ones that like, people I are, wish I could be that guy. Yeah. You feel me? Because I look at people all the time and I'm like, Yo, you're so lost and you're so stuck in thinking that it's all about racism because they told you to think that or it's all about the poor because they want you to think that or it's yeah. all about whatever the hell it is right. because you're a woman because they want you to think because you're depressed or because you're poor because you're in this community. Well, it's not about that. They're, they're literally telling you how to think. It's literally divide and conquer. Like they, they got everyone thinking in terms of race, in terms of gender, in terms of little box. They put you in a little box. And, all right, you stand right there. We got you now. We're controlling everything. We're going to yeah, control everything. And they're bullying your, everybody. Right. And, little, and, and while this is all going on, while we're all arguing about racism and, uh, tr you know, whatever, gender, little do we know it's being the biggest transition of wealth in world history from the bottom to the top. It's trickle up economics. That's what's going on right now. Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're, they're killing people. Killing and people. before I leave, I wanted to say this too, like the, about the sensitive world, like the greatest jokes are gone, right? Like you watch TV now and I, I was watching a bunch of old movies. I'm like, holy shit, they would just never accept that nowadays. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and, and it was funny, like uh, if you were to say a group of people that are the funniest, who's the funniest group of people? Funniest group of people? Yeah. What do you, what do you mean by group though? Who's the funniest group of people? Like, what type of people are the funniest? Comedians. No. Gay people. Oh. <laughs> yeah, sure. I, and and no. I'm not saying it. I'm no. not saying it as, like, they're funny as in the stuff that they do. It's embarrassing type funny. Yo, gay people, like, I, I got a few gay friends, and they are fucking hilarious. hilarious. Yeah, hilarious. Yeah, I, they're, I, they're I open about the hilariousness. They do a bunch of hilarious shit. Like, you tend I was to have somebody that was about hanging out with gay people or having, I was nervous as hell about that shit. I'm out in Miami, Florida. You feel me? Yeah, That's where I'm living at now. There's a ton of gay people out here. Oh yeah. Oh, and uh, I, I had the opportunity to train these two kids at the gym, and 
And I, I take it, I was like, you know, at first, I swear to God, I was kind of nervous. Like, ah, I don't know how to do it. Like, I don't want anything weird to happen. Or they try to hit on me and then I get offended and shit like that. These two kids are cool as hell. Some of the funniest cats I know. Um, super, super thorough, respectful. I have, uh, you know, I mean, it, it really changed my view. Like a lot of, like, I, I see a lot of kids out here, like they're super hilarious, but you can't even like mimic a gay person. You can't say anything like, they're funny. A lot of funny situations come from that. But how dare you make a joke? Right. Right. Like, how dare you say that they talk like this or they walk like this or they act like this? It's it's not allowed. We're canceling you. You're not allowed on television. You know what? You know what? Dave, Dave Chappelle kind of breaks that barrier. A oh yeah, bit. yeah. Dave Chappelle's the man. They allow him to they allow him to get on it, but it's tough. You know what's crazy is there's only two people that ever sold out Madison Square Garden as comedians: Andrew Dice Clay and Eddie Murphy. Now, those two comics, now Eddie Murphy's still around and he's but his old yeah. comedy from the 80s, he would never get away with that. He he called he said oh, the, he, never, said, he said the word faggot. Andrew, Andrew Dice Clay would never make it today. He would he would be the most if he was around today, he would never he would have been shut down immediately, canceled immediately cuz he just was it was just all of the great comedians would be canceled. Yeah, all Sam Kinison because he made a white joke, he made a black joke, he made a joke against a Chinese guy. You know they're what, comedians. Like their no, job is to find don't. things that they can make fun. And, right? the, and the crazy part about it is those are the jokes that actually bring people together when we can exactly. laugh at each other. These stupid little things that aren't even true. You know what I mean? These little like yeah. it's just funny. It's just all in like, fun. And it's it's things that actually happen that are, are funny. Yeah, you know what, you what I mean? mean? It's it's just a sad world. It's a sensitive world we live in. But I'm I'm glad like that that you're opening up a room right now for people. To, to sit there and be themselves and talk. And hopefully more, you know, more people really come out of the gate and just say, you know what, I get it. I see what's going on in the world and, and I understand that life isn't fair and I understand there's a lot of shit going on that I don't understand because I, I will never sit there and act like I, I got it all figured out because I don't. Right. I got what I have figured out out of life is what I seeked to go figure out. You know what I mean? Like I, I went out and tried to figure that out and that, that's what I have figured out, but I don't, I don't have all the answers. I'm not perfect. I make fucking mistakes and, and it's, I'm, I'm a flawed man, but so is everybody else. And a lot of people don't want to believe that they're like, I'm not flawed. My fucking opinion is perfect. And, and, and this matter, I'm not going to speak up because I don't want to deal with this person, but to have a, to have an area right now, that's what I love about. That's why I was like, yo, you got to get me on this show. I got to get on here. It's because I was watching people speak and I'm watching no matter what side of the fence they're on, you're letting them speak. Yeah. You're letting them talk. They're being able to be open and, and you're being open with them. And then you have your boy on there that's that's um open with everybody as well. And 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 that is what the world needs to yeah. be able to come together. Everybody needs to be able to speak and feel comfortable speaking. And I think that that's dope. And like you said about you said you met those two people at the gay bar or whatever, and you said you did change <laughs> it wasn't at the gay bar was oh. <laughs> <laughs> my bad no you said you, met, you said you met you said you met two gay gay people whatever down yeah at the gym at you, la fitness you said talking you said about, at the gay bar like, <laughs> i don't even know why i said that <laughs> but but listen you said you talked to him and it changed your view on like people like you know what i'm saying exactly and that's what people people just need to talk to each other that's it you might you might meet exactly. some you might meet some old white seventy year old man wearing a maga hat. You might think he's the Hitler, and then you sit down talking for twenty minutes, and you're like, oh, he's not that bad. He's like my, he's like my uncle. Yeah, 
You never yeah, know. But, but we're, we're alienating people off a fucking hat. That's the world we live in. Yeah, man, no Give way. me a Nancy Pelosi hat. I'll rock it. I rocked the MAGA hat. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> I, I, I literally walked. Yeah, I forgot I had this fucking thing on. I went to my boy's house. Who lives in the hood out here in Miami? Miami's hood. They're pretty crazy, right? I totally didn't even think about it. I, I'm just wearing this hat and I'm walking around. Nobody said anything to me. That's great. But I was like, I, I thought about it after. Like, I grabbed my hat. Cause he said something. He was like, "Yo, you're crazy for wearing that shit." And I'm like, <laughs> "I was like, yo, I totally forgot I had this shit on all day. I was oh, I was man. filming with my boy for the for those uh, YouTube episodes I sent you. Yeah, and yeah. I was yeah. filming with him, and I totally didn't even think about it. But I I just had this shit on the whole time that whole night, so I just left it on. It's a comfortable fucking hat. You want me to throw it's a red hat with white letters? Yeah, <laughs> that's crazy. Florida has a lot of Trump supporters out there, especially Latino Trump supporters out there. That's crazy. Bro, fucking shit. People flee. It's, it's awesome. People flee in Cuba. Communism coming. They want. They're they're gonna they're gonna gravitate towards Republicans because those are the ones that are. The Cubans out here do not fuck with Joseph Biden. No, they, they don't. Do not trust him. Yeah, I was, I was explaining that to someone here. I was trying to explain that to someone here. They're like, how could somebody? How can a Cuban? Uh, uh somebody from Cuba support Trump? And I try to explain to him. Listen. This is what communism is. This is what freedom is. This is what they want. It doesn't matter what what, what Trump is or who he, what he, if he's racist or not. They, people yeah. want, they want freedom, you know? But yeah. uh, for the outro, you want me to play one of your clips on, on one of your videos? And it's, I'll, I'll send a yeah, link. Yeah, definitely. Man. I'll, I'll throw in the link for your YouTube page so everybody can go and subscribe yeah. right now. Make sure you guys do that. So Yeah, yeah. I, you know, it's just, it's just real life. Those episodes I did, I did about a year ago. I'm actually, after having a conversation with you, I called my boy to, to come. I'm drive over. We're gonna we're gonna shoot a couple more episodes. But yeah, you too, it's, it's just me really actually living my life. There's no script. It's I'm like, good. you know what? Today we're gonna go to the beach. We're gonna get a workout in after the workout. Yo, you want to slide through? We're gonna have a conversation. Yeah. I'm gonna go have some fun. No, let's you have, live. You have and, real, and everything is real. Everything is authentic. There's no fake shit when it comes to me. Yeah, you have a very compelling YouTube channel, dude. It's very really well done and it's compelling. It's entertaining, dude. So everybody should check I appreciate it out. That. Yeah, dude, you got to appreciate keep, that. You got something going there for sure. Uh, well, I appreciate you for having me, and I appreciate and, and and I really fucking love what you're doing here, especially because you're from the hometown team. So um, I'll be, I'll be I'm a fan forever. I'll be watching, and uh, and I hope people get the message that we we try to deliver in this fucking show right here. All right, and when you're in when you're in Buffalo, make sure you stop over here. We we'll do it in studio episode too. All right. Oh yeah, sure. We just got to get people that'll add to the controversy. All right, man. It's been real. All right, brother. All right, I'll talk to yes, you. Sir. So today's workout, we're going to have Joha. She didn't want to take it over. So she just hit me up with some free. You running the trainer? Uh huh. What you What you got to say? What you got to say? She's about to get real. Uh huh. And you got the ropes? Yeah, it's this this resistant band that um you can either attach to this or somebody grabs it. I'm so used to fucking uh, training people now. I don't I don't even want to do it today. So we did the uh, 
did the Iron University workouts. We did the beach workout yesterday. Fourth, had my man Marco with me. We had Kelvin. Kelvin's on the way. Uh, he's over doing some jewelry shit right now, handling some business. Um, we had Chris with us. We had the man behind the can. Real deal. Um, so what we didn't have was Joe. And so because she didn't show up yesterday, I told her she's responsible for carrying out the workout today. So she's the one that's gonna be coaching us. And I ain't, look, I'm, I'm, I'm a humble man, right? I worked out with her a couple times and she beat my ass in the gym. She's over there doing her little hack squats, lifting it up, teaching me how to do it. She, and she's talking to me while she's doing it. She's like, you're gonna go, go like this. And meanwhile, I'm over here like I can't even do the weight. So she's a little beast, so I figured she knows how to do these core workouts. She's got her own her own business where she's a personal trainer for, for many other people, so. We're about to get started, even though it looks like we already started. Yeah, we definitely gonna start. It's just hot outside. Um, so we're gonna be doing some sprints, um, some plyometrics, a little bit of everything, some yeah. core work.